looking for a podcast that unshamed sex i think we can help don't talk just listen listen the most stimulating podcast on the internet Uh. now zip up and put your headphones on you're listening to sex unshamed we're kind of kinky but we're smart here's your host sean lee hello lovers it's sean lee And I am here today with one of my very favorite people, and she is fun. When I asked her what she wanted the audience to know, she was like, I'm fun. And I thought, oh, God, so am I. (laughs) She's also my new roommate, which I've never had a roommate before that I wasn't sleeping with. So thanks for being my roommate, Aaliyah. Of course. No problem. All right. So she decided that she wanted to hang out with me, and God knows I need somebody to hang out with sometimes. (laughs) All right. So she's new, and that's we're trying to get her to laugh in the microphone so we don't have to beat her. But back at the ranch, you had a question. Yes. Have you ever slept with someone that was uncircumcised? Yes. Have you? Yes. And? Was the sex better? Yes. Whoa. Hold that phone. I, yes, honestly. Tell me why it was better. I have questions now. Was it the guy that was better or was it the dick? Um, I want to, I really want to say the dick. Because it was just, I don't know, I felt like maybe he knew he wasn't circumcised, so he had to do more. I don't know. Oh, so it's interesting because, first of all, I was, my first lover um, was, uh, had, did, had an uncircumcised penis. And I had no idea where the penis was when it first happened. I was like, because I'd never seen an uncircumcised one. And so, for me, it was a little bit like, whoa. And then I realized he had extra skin. Extra skin. Right. So in my brain, that meant his penis was bigger. Now, it could have been. I don't know if that's true or not. Right. But I always thought maybe that's why his dick's so big was because he was uncircumcised. Possibly. Possibly. Right. Could okay. Be Could be. So if you know the answer to this question, by the way, <laughs> make sure to get into the Facebook group. Sex Unshamed. It is one word because we're getting past the Facebook algorithms. Make sure to get in Sex Unshamed because I want to know if you think it, your dick is bigger because you're circumcised. And if you got it later in life, we got questions. Go in and talk about it. But more importantly, they have more sensation. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. So when babies are formed in the womb, they actually are, we all start off as female, right? And then that little leg falls off, you know, the XY chromosome, Mm, that little leg falls off and men have not been able to stand on their own ever since. Okay. But in any case, right? (laughs) Yes. But in any case, what happens when a, when a baby is formed is the, the penis is actually an inside out clitoris. Right. I I did hear about that. Yes. Right. And the, and the the clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings. Mm-hmm. And the penis only has 4,000. So when you circumcise, it's, isn't that great? We have, I had no idea. We have 8,000 nerve endings, yeah, and they have 4,000. Huh. We also have 18 pleasure sensations on our clitoris. And it is the only muscle in the human body, in either sex, that is solely for pleasure. Wow. Everything else has a secondary function. Good to know. Yeah, but anyway, that's all about us. Anyhow, but when you take the penis and you turn it inside out, um, you, you lose some, some of the nerve endings, obviously. Right. And then when you circumcise it, you actually lose sensation. Hmm. And I think about it like, um, you know, and the guys probably don't know this, but you know when you shave your legs and it's super smooth? Yes. And then the hair grows on it and it's less, less smooth and silky feeling? Right. So it's kind of like that when you circumcise a boy because they, they, they desensitize. Hmm. Right? I mean, it does make sense. <laughs> it, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's all those reasons. So... The most important thing is if you've taken my blowjob class, then you know where the most sensitive part of a man's penis has. 
If you have not taken my blowjob class, we are having another workshop. No, oh my, you, should, you should see Super her face. She's excited, like, whoa, though. there's a blowjob class. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get from me and my roommate. You're yeah, welcome. I'm so excited to be Wait till you see the practice. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, we're doing a new blowjob workshop. It is on the website, Sex Unshamed. And it is going to be, we're, I'm looking around the week of January 15th. Okay. So, um, because we're just so booked out for things. So be sure to check the website because I'll be putting things up on the events calendar since we redid the website. But anyway, the blowjob class will teach you the most sensitive parts of a man's penis and how to give a blowjob. And if you have never been asked, you know, are you from this planet? Then you want to take my class. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I want to take this class. <laughs> yes, I do. You know, there's so many people I didn't realize that were so insecure about blowjobs. Like, there's no shame in that game, right? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, nope. I know, I know what to do all. with a dick. Absolutely. But 100%. you want to take my blowjob class? Still, yes. Okay. You can't have enough tips. True no that. intended. <laughs> but I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were good at this. <laughs> you can't have enough tips. That's funny, because that brings a visual to mind. I don't know if anybody else is seeing what I'm seeing right now, but I promise you, it has tips in it. <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> all right. Well, back at the ranch. Um, all right. The other thing that happened. So we've answered the question about, yes, we've had circumcised penises. Yes, we've had them before. If you haven't had one, ladies, I would love you to get in the, in the, in the notes. And guys, if you are not circumcised, I really want to know if, if you feel like sex is different because you've never been circumcised. So maybe you don't know. But you get the point. All right. Back to the ranch. So I finished the TED Talk. This is what you say. How did the TED Talk go? How did the TED Talk go? Okay, so I want you to know, I spent a lot of time in meditation and a lot of time in prayers, and I spent a lot of time practicing, unexpectedly practicing, and every time I sat down, it's here's, the, here's the thing about a TED Talk. My organizers, and I don't know if this is true on all TED Talks, but the ones that organized mine, wanted me to give them a full script. In other words, everything I was going to say, and I was a national champion in speaking in college, and I did that then. I, I don't do that now. I don't even know how to do that now. Mm -hmm. Apparently it takes a lot of memorization and I knew I didn't want to do that. So they asked me to give them a script and it was the most interesting, um, it felt like universal intervention that I've ever had because I sent them the first script. I just talked it into my phone, boom, here's the script. And I figured they would be fine. Well, they weren't fine and they came back with suggestions. Mm. And I was like, oh, that was not really the script. A, B, I didn't put this thing on I wanted to put in, so don't use it. And then they said I had to give them another script. And I was like, oh, for God's sakes, okay. But I kept telling them, if you'll just trust me, this will be fine. Right. But because my topic was extra hot, because it was called Sex Unshamed, um, because it was extra hot, they just really wanted to know I wasn't going to do anything that would torture them or embarrass them, and I can understand that. Right. And then I got to tell you, I can understand more, because I sent one of the recordings off to get transcribed, and I never checked it. And when I got it back, I didn't read it. And so when I went to do my run-through the day before the TED Talk, I pulled it out because I printed it out before I left. And it was gibberish. And I thought, no wonder they're nervous. Okay, because it was gibberish. And it had things blacked out in it. And I was like, oh my, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. Okay. So in any case, I go and I do my run-through. And um, the organizers were very frustrated with me because the talk that I did for the run-through and the talk that I gave them, the two scripts I gave them, they all didn't match. I was like, right. look, <laughs> I tried to warn you that I have no idea what I'm going to say, but it's going to be fine. And if you could just trust me. And so I got on the stage that day and I want you to know there was a moment because, okay, so my talk was, I took, I spoke at one thirty, and I showed up at 1245 because I didn't want to get freaked out. And I meditated right beforehand and I got on stage and I had no idea what I was going to say. Like no idea. How did that feel? Scary as shit, actually. Thanks for playing <laughs> with that question. It felt so scary. 
Because I was like, um, and I'm standing in front of all these people, mm-hmm. and it is my TED Talk, and I'm, and here's the thing, I have not seen the video, so I'm imagining there might be a moment where you might, if you know me, see in my face that moment of panic, because it might have crossed my eyes, <laughs> just a brief second, because I thought, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to say. And I heard in my head, say this. And I was like, because uh, it was not an intro. Here's the thing. I, this part is I can't remember anything. I have no idea what I said um, because all I heard in my head was say this. And I argued briefly and I heard, do you trust me? Which could only be in my mind a message from God that said, do you trust me? And I said, yes. And she said, then say this. And I did. And the next thing I know, I stepped off stage and everybody said I rocked it. And I still have no idea what I said. So I can't wait to see the video myself. Same here. Right? Can't wait to see the video. I know I talked about sex. Um, I know I talked about unshaming sex. I know I talked about part of my original work called Proclivities. And beyond that, I don't know. But I hear it was great. <laughs> I'm very excited to see the video. I'm super excited. Yeah, I, I, 10,000 hours of practice, and I still don't know what I said. So anyway, so when the video comes out, it will come out. It'll be on the website. And that's all I know about it. And I wish I had more to say about it. But there you go. That's it. You're thinking. I'm mm-hmm. waiting. What are you thinking? Go ahead. I don't know. You don't um, have to think anything. Are you good? Mm-hmm. Do you have a question? Not yet. Okay, let me know if you do. We'll do another one. All right, but for now, we are going to get out of here because my new roommate has and I have to move some things around. We got some redecorating to do. And We've got um, some big projects. We do have some big projects. Mm-hmm. And we're going to rearrange some things in the house. And I can't tell you what's coming next because I don't even know. But as I get out of here today, every day and every single day, you know that I love you, but you have to love you first. And that is always, always, always an inside job. You've been listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming sex. Unshaming sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. Now put it away, zip up, and we'll see you next time, pervert.